This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Mary Holm is here to talk money. Hi Mary. Hello Jesse. <clears throat> Can I be really friends? cheeky? I've just No, please go ahead. Great idea. I'm sitting here with my cat Jack on my knee and thinking okay. that the next time we talk, hopefully I'll be in the studio with you. But Jack is purring really loudly and I thought wouldn't it be cool if he could purr on Radio New Zealand? So can yes. I just put the do. mouthpiece to, do. us, to just a sec? Could you hear that? Not very well. Do you want to have oh. another go? One more try. I think he's purring a bit more softly because he doesn't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> we can hear something going on. It's not perhaps the full sort of hi-fi experience you were anticipating. Oh, Never mind. Worth a go, though. Yeah. I'm always up for it. Yeah, you know, it's, we've got to have a bit of variety, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> what's, um, what's on your mind this week? Well, um, ethical investing, which we haven't talked about for a long time, can be a little bit of a dry subject in some ways, but um, there's just Never been... with you, Mary. Sorry? Never, never, never dry with you. We, we, you don't usually have cat purse with it, no. Um... um <laughs> But I was just thinking, actually, all the names you can call ethical investing, um, and the FMA actually has got a bit of a list on its website, responsible investing, green finance, sustainable investing, social investing, impact investing, ESG, which stands for environmental, social and governance, um, are all names that people... But, you know, years ago I first wrote about ethical investing, and it was pretty minor thing for for decades. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of a real greeny thing, eh? Yes, it was. It reminds me a bit of index funds, which, I, which I've also written about for decades. And both yeah. of them were kind of just lying there in the background for for so long. And now they've both become quite big things in the last five or ten years, and especially in the last couple of years, I think. But um, ethical investing. Just very broadly, there are kind of three ways that fund managers do it. One is to exclude the really naughty companies. Like I was reading something the other day that said no KiwiSaver funds will invest in a company that a nuclear weapons company, you know. Um, and quite that's a kind of easy way for fund managers just to exclude perhaps tobacco companies, porno companies, that kind of thing. Um, and then there's the inclusive one where there are funds that specialise in, quote, good companies. You know, they might be environmentally good or they might be good in other ways. And then the third one's an interesting one where the fund managers engage a company. And sometimes they invest in a, in a, an unethical sort of company with the hopes of going along to their, to their shareholder meetings and saying, hey, but we're a big investor in you. How about cleaning up your act one way or another? So that's, and that, of course, involves a lot more work on the part of the fund manager, but that's happening out there too. So it's, there's a lot more... Arguably, you can make more of a difference going to a, I don't know, an, or, investing in an automobile company and, and getting them to review their practices. Yeah. 
um, mm. or as much as you can doing to the company that's already doing things sustainably. That's right. Yeah, make it have more of an impact. I think there are some funds in America that invest in the sort of best of best company in each industry. You know, oh, yeah. so they're trying to encourage even the the industries like like cars or something that are not inherently terrible industries, but you know, we'd like them to put out more electric cars or whatever. Um, yeah, so that, so that kind of thing's going on as well. So there's all kinds of interesting stuff going on now. And there's an organisation called, horrible long name, the Responsible Investment Association of Australasia, um, which, and, and one of the problems with it, I think, is that because it's got Australasia tacked on the end there, New Zealanders don't even kind of notice it because Australasia just looks like Australia at a, at a glance. But they do... Yeah. <laughs> cover New Zealand as well, and um, they've done. They've got the annual 20, 2021 New Zealand report just come out, where they looked at 47 different financial institutions and what they're up to. And there's some quite cheering, cheering news coming out of all that. If you, if this is something that you care about, they say um, the the majority of mainstream investment market claims to be responsibly invest, invested. But the funds that are really making a real effort at this, they've seen an explosion in assets under management, they say, of the, of the fund managers that are really caring about it. The, the explosion, I think, that's slightly slight hyperbole because they've, they've increased um, funds under management doing this, in other words, the, the amount of money doing this by 28% from 2019 to 2020, which is a big jump. I don't know whether it's an explosion, but anyway, um, <laughs> a, a big jump in the number of companies that yeah. are really doing this stuff well. And meanwhile, on Mindful, Mindful Money, which is the New Zealand website, the one that's got all the good information about ethical investing, they, one of their findings recently in a survey was that 93% of New Zealanders who are not already um, investing sort of ethically, would like to switch in the next year. Um, it's one of those suspect things in a survey, isn't it? Because if people say, well, are you yeah. in? And you say no, and they say, well, would you would you like to switch in the next year? That's pretty easy to say yes to. But, but at the same time, um, 93%. So most New Zealanders are at least saying that they're interested in in making some kind of move like that, which is interesting. And meanwhile, we've got the KiwiSaver default funds, the new funds, which I'll talk about more in um, late November because they take that change takes effect at, at the beginning of December. But those, the new default funds, so the funds that people get put into in KiwiSaver if they don't choose choose a provider, they have to get rid of fossil fuels from their investment portfolios. A lot of them will have got rid of them anyway. So that's another thing that's going on, and Mindful Money has reported that KiwiSaver Holdings and fossil fuel producing companies has dropped from 2.5% of all the of all the investments to 1.8, which is not a it's quite a big percentage jump from 2.5% to 1.8, and that was over in just over six months. So stuff's really happening out there, I reckon. Um, and and the the report on New Zealand in 2021 points out there's <clears throat> New Zealand has a sustainable finance forum which has put out a roadmap to getting finances um, greener and 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 more ethical 
And fairly recently, New Zealand has launched a centre for sustainable finance. So there's all of this, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on out there, um, step by step. And when we stop to look at New Zealand versus Australia, um, nearly half of New Zealand's investment managers, so that includes KiwiSaver providers, are practising responsible investment. And in Australia, it's only a quarter. So... That's quite neat, isn't it? We, it's always a good motivator, eh? It is. It, isn't it pathetic the way... When I lived in Australia, they would, they never bothered to compare with New Zealand. They always compare with America. So we always, I think, countries compare with their the bigger brother, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but if it works for us, right? Like, I mean, I think we've just... Well, I haven't got the actual figures in front of me, but we're, we're looking pretty good on the vaccination front or catching yeah. them, if not overtaking them. Yeah, no, that you're quite right. I mean, it's partly because they, they are the most similar culture to ours, really, although there's some huge differences. But I think, you know, they, that's, and they're close by and they talk a little bit, little bit like we do. Um, <coughs> so we do, yeah, we do compare. And they're with really them. annoying. Yeah, it is, isn't that's it? That's just yeah. my editorial edition, yeah. Go on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, you're quite right. Um, on the issues, I thought this was quite interesting. Um, it, the, the, which, which sort of ethical issues matter most to people. Um, and climate change is the one that both, both the, the general public and the investment managers are, are really looking at. But going beyond climate change, the customers, the ordinary people, care about human rights abuses and animal cruelty are their sort of next um, biggest issues. Whereas the fund managers are looking at excluding tobacco and weapons and firearms, and I suspect that's partly because it's easier for investment managers to just cut out tobacco companies and firearms companies, etc. Whereas having to do a bit of research on what human rights abuses might, you know, companies might be involved in, that takes a bit more research, takes a bit longer. I mean, it might be human rights abuses of their employees or and that includes of course um, perhaps buying products from a country where there's human rights abuses going on in the factories that are making those cheap all those cheap goods that we buy um, whenever you sort of see in the supermarket you can buy three pairs of knickers for eight dollars and you sort of worry don't you um, yeah how, how, how that that's possible could, Yes, how it could have got into the New Zealand supermarkets for that price. And there was a guy, wasn't there, a while back that went all the way to China to the factory there to have a look at how that could be done. Um, yeah, I remember that. So that's, but that takes a lot more, more research sometimes, doesn't it? And, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat, throat today. Um, got a bit and, of a purr on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very good, Jesse. Very good. Yeah. Um, you have a drink we'll... of water if you like, and I'll let people know that uh, Australia has seventy-three point four percent with one dose of the vaccine. New Zealand seventy-five point three percent. So we are up. Uh, they currently have more fully vaccinated people, forty-eight and a half percent to forty percent for people keeping tabs. So now you only got you only got three more minutes to get through. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. No. There's a couple more quick points to make. Um, that. Greenwash, which is um, the quite clever expression used for companies saying they're doing, or fund managers saying they're doing things really well, whereas um, 
in fact, they're just saying it and there's not a lot behind that. And um, there's increased scrutiny of that now. The, in the Financial Markets Authority on its website says that it's actually illegal for, for these companies to mislead or confuse investors. So it's not even just misleading, it's just, it, you can just confuse people by calling a fund green or something like that, whereas it's not all that green, really. Um, so if anyone sort of suspects, on the FMA website, if you look for ethical investing there, there's information on what the FMA is doing about that, but, but basically they're trying to stop people from being hoodwinked about it. Um, well, that's a good word, Mary. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Hoodwinked. Yeah. yeah. That's probably an old-fashioned word. I don't, I don't I'll, know I'll look it up while you uh, make your final remarks on yes, this. Yes, it must. Yes. Perhaps my cat was, was winking. Um, the, so a couple, yeah, a couple of main points to make here really are if you're looking to go into ethical investing, the best sources of information, the best source is the Mindful Money website, which is the New Zealand website. And, you know, there you can specify which particular issues matter most to you, or you can just say they all matter the same to me and come up with funds that might be suitable for you to invest in. This is KiwiSaver funds and non-KiwiSaver. A word of warning, um, on that website I think you can specify the risk level you want, but do be careful because a lot of ethical funds invest in shares only, and so they are quite high-risk, high-return sort of funds. So we don't want people who actually want lower-risk, lower-return funds um, saying, ah, this is a great fund, this is going to make me feel ethically good, and take on too much risk. So you've still got to keep an eye on the risk. Um, so that's the, there is also the, the Responsible Returns website is another one, and that's run by this Responsible Investment Investment um, Association of Australia and of, of Australasia, um, and they have New Zealand investments on as well as Australian. So if you want a second place to check, you could look at the Responsible Returns website. So those are the two main sources of information about all of this. Good stuff, Mary. Um, thanks for the refresher and for taking a look at what's available out there now. I'm sure that uh, will be very useful for people, particularly if those stats are true, that there are more and more people uh, trying to do this. And I guess yeah. the, the, the moral is if, if you're going to do it, do it right, right? Yes, a really good point, yes. Let, get yourself into a fund that really matters to you and the right risk level. Okay, thanks very much. It's Mary Holm uh, with information on ethical investing.